0: to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, Coming at you on this Sunday with um, members of uh, indie rock band Flat Teeth. Uh, their sophomore record Silent Seconds came out last year. They dropped a single earlier this year. It's called Comatose. Um, I've got uh, the vocalist and drummer here with me, uh, Nick and Brian. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Hello. Hello. <coughs> yeah. Uh, how are you guys doing today?
1: We're doing okay. Good. Yeah. We've, we've, we've both been tested, but it's still kind of weird to sit this close to each other, but it's, it's kind of nice. Like, it's, it's the closest thing we've had to practice since
0: um, March. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Flight. Yeah. Where are you guys uh, located right now? In, in my backyard, nice. in Bayview. Very nice. Uh, yes, yeah. You've got a hefty pile of firewood as, uh, yeah. as a fall here. Yeah,
1: the uh, the camera is actually sitting on the fire pit. Well, that's I... hey, there you
0: go. Uh, I wish I had a fire pit. I'm currently in an apartment complex, so no fire pit, sadly. No fire pit. I
2: don't yeah. have a fire pit
0: either. Yeah. It's it's a good thing to have, especially you know this time of year. You but, don't necessarily uh, need a fire pit to have a fire, though. I mean. Yeah, you know, I could just build one. I could just build one in my living room. There you go. Just vent it. Open a window. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So uh, what we talk about, boys, on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk uh, love and fear, passion, and creativity. And um, the first time I saw flat teeth was my first time at the X-Ray Arcade uh, about a year and a half ago.
2: I believe the date.
0: I believe the date was March 31st. Um I couldn't that, tell you. <laughs> that was a uh, that was a stacked bill that evening. Uh it was you guys, the op uh operations, unitaskers, and oftener from the twins. Yeah. That was an awesome I show. I remember
2: being almost dead sick and not being like somehow not wanting to get through that show.
0: Yeah, I remember uh I was like just getting over the flu that week. So I was I was just having it <laughs> uh, maybe I gave it to you Thanks Ben. you're welcome you're welcome Brian <laughs> uh, so um, yeah and then I saw you guys again uh, at a exclusive company um, where, yeah, yeah <laughs> that was uh, my first uh, record store show I've ever been to actually.
1: That that was great. We showed up and <clears throat> we're looking at the stage. And we're like, I, we're not all gonna fit on this. i like, barely
2: gonna
1: fit on it. Bri- Brian fit on the stage, and I think Ken did maybe.
2: Andy, and keys, Andy just yeah. keys and drums. You
1: know? It was kind of it was kind of neat. It kind of reminded uh, me personally of like you know kind of like the the older shows where where you're standing kind of on the not on a stage but just standing facing people it was kind of cool. Like it was
0: different. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was different. It's also kind of like, I mean, shows at Bremen are kind of like that too, where you kind of just get like a ledge. And most of the time, if the band has more than like three members, like some of them are on the floor, definitely. Oh, yeah.
2: Quarters was like that too. Like the drums and the amps went on the stage, everyone else
0: was on the floor. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. yeah, uh, but sadly, uh, yeah. about uh, we're going on almost seven months now. Uh, yeah. Our
2: last one was like three or four days before the world shut down. And we
1: played at Saloon on Calhoun, who did not shut down when they were supposed to, and we're, yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, I want to talk about that. Yeah, one. anyways, but, yeah. Yeah, my, my last, actually the week. Before everything shut down, I went to go see Wilco at the Sylvie in Madison. Nice. And that's a big venue. And there were so many people there. It was packed. And to think that, like, in just a week span of time, you're going from that to stay at home. No one should uh, be going outside right now. Like yeah. everything, Like, everything is shut down. You know, there's no cars on the road. Like, it's, it was yeah. a real thing, definitely.
1: I remember our last show, there's was, there was kind of a feeling of, you know, the the, the potential of kind of, like, impending doom, um, and then and then there was impending doom.
2: Yeah, dude, that's a knot in my stomach, that whole show, like, yeah. we should not have been here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean. For more reasons than just that it's
2: Sal- a saloon on Calhoun show. <laughs> yeah. You can edit that
1: out, right? You know, you don't have I, to. Well, you're yeah. going gonna to have to edit that out. I don't know if you can swear. I, I,
0: I yes, you can. You can swear. Really?
2: Yeah. Fuck. Okay.
0: Yeah, you can Swear. Fuck. Yeah, I should have. I should have actually said that before we started recording. But yes, can. I was going to swear anyways, ben. <laughs>
2: but.
0: Good. Yeah. Brian knows how it goes. He
1: probably wouldn't swear had you told him he could swear. He wouldn't swear. No, I still. Wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, he'd still. Just kind of <laughs>
0: Um, yeah. So before we talk about the band itself, I'd love to hear a little bit about your own backgrounds in music and like kind of how it all started for you. So Nick, you can uh, take it away here. When did kind of you start with music in your lifetime?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, my, my mom, she's, she's a musician. Um. So I kind of grew up with, uh, she, she, she gets into folk stuff, you know, so I kind of grew up with folk stuff and then um, I grew up Lutheran, you know, and she, she was very, Lutheran. So I grew up with like a lot of church music and stuff. And then um, she had a band called Prophet Sword. Um, and I started playing in church when I was like 13 or something. And then, you know, Nirvana happened and all the rebellion, teenage angst happened. And um, yeah, and then I just started getting into like punk rock and emo and stuff like that. And playing in bands and started playing with Brian when I was like,
2: I was 19, 19 I think. yeah, yeah, so,
1: and I was you yeah, were probably 21 21 something like that, and then we just kind of been playing on
2: and off again ever since, and whatnot. What was your guys' first band together?: I actually took over playing drums in a band called Hester Moffat that him and our actually our bass player Ken were in mm-hmm. way back when and then that band quickly fell apart <laughs> very quickly, very quickly after I joined. It wasn't my fault, I swear. Imploded, um, actually. And then me, Nick, and Ken started a band called Twelve Ounce with actually our keyboard player Andy, and we played together for years. Then me and Nick also were in a band called Killing Smalls, which is like a punk rock kind of band. Um, and then we wanted we were going to get Twelve Ounce to do stuff again. And then Andy just Andy from Paper Holland was. We were like, we should bring him in. And it sounded nothing like what we were doing, so we uh, started a new band.
0: Oh yeah, that's how it goes. Definitely, uh, yeah, um, yeah. The the more uh, kind of just like people from different influences and different backgrounds come to the picture, you end up doing something completely different. Um, you know, for better for worse, definitely. Um, <laughs> Brian, how about you? When did you when did it kind of start with you?
2: Uh, let's see, me and my brother were playing music when we were like, I bought my first drum set when I was 14. So when I was 14, I played with my brother in our basement, joined a real, um, I don't even remember the name of it, with a, with another guy that I still talk to that plays in a band called, uh, why can't I think of their name, Don't Freeze Up, with my friend Kevin, and he got me into playing music and uh then i've been playing in bands ever since some really terrible some really good some really just fun yeah, yeah and drummers you get asked to be in like four bands when i met my wife i was in four bands so i've cut that back down to one now so, so well to none kind of no. well none right now but
0: you know <laughs> i mean we're still a band that's not our fault we yeah. just not practicing yeah 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 that it seems to be sort of like the uh the, the drummer syndrome where, because it's kind of hard to come by drummers in the scene, like a lot of drummers play in like so many different bands, it seems.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of drummers. Some are really good and work in like four bands and then some aren't as good and they don't get asked to be in a lot of bands, but it's just, you know, it is what it is. and I was just, I'm a, I just have a lot of friends and I work at a music store, so like every I know, is like, hey, you play drums, right? You want to start a band? And before I couldn't say no. Now I'm like, absolutely not. I have no time to sleep.
0: Gotta discipline yourself, you know? Right. Yeah.
2: It's a band. You know, I'm just old and I have a, wi- a wife and a kid, so <laughs> there's yeah. no time to stay out till three in the morning all the time. You're in a band diet. Yeah, band diet.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah, I hear you. So are you guys both from Milwaukee? Yeah. Yeah,
2: well, I'm from South Milwaukee, so it's. I'm from the south side of Milwaukee.
0: So, close, close, yeah. I see. Um, dope. Uh, so, uh, what's, the, what's the music story you work at, Brian?
2: Uh, music Around.
0: Oh, dope. Right. Yep. Very cool. Um, awesome. So, uh, tell me about how the conversation of Flat Teeth happened. Like, where did it, how did the band kind of manifest Um, well, we, we originally, um, Brian
1: and I, our our last, our our band before this was Killing Smalls and, um, the, the singer of that band and me, we were kind of working on some acoustic stuff and then we all started working together with Andy Kosanke and then, um, the old singer was just, he was, he was, he was doing a lot of work stuff and stuff. So he, he stopped and then, yeah, then we all kind of came together and we were, we didn't have a name for the longest time well for, for we were called uh we called ourselves Bear Tax.
2: Bear Tax. Bear for Tax a
1: for a long time. And we actually played one show as Bear Tax in a, a benefit show. A yeah. benefit show in Racine, I think, or Kenosha or something. Um and then yeah, we were trying to agree on a name and we we were just kind of like getting nowhere and then um Andy brought up Flat Teeth. Uh, Kosanki, Andy kosanke brought a Flat Teeth. And I thought he was like talking like anxiety, you know, things and like, you know, deal with anxiety and stuff like grinding your teeth flat and stuff. And so I was like, yeah, totally on board. And then we were all kind of like on board with it. And it turns up like he was he was going for the dinosaur angle, like the straight dinosaur angle. That's that's all he was about
2: cute, cute, uh, (laughs) you know, (laughs) yeah,
1: so. So that's kinda and, and we actually we were playing uh I did, we didn't know this until we were playing uh on eighty eight nine that the eighty eight nine local stage thing where they'd
0: 414 live.
1: There you go, four one four live, yeah. Brain brain and and uh, yeah we were we were talking I think to Justin and he asked us that and I was like I never knew that like and so yeah.
2: <laughs> but as far as if you're referring to like how did it come together as like a band, how did we all Four-fifths of it was in the last band we were in 12 Ounce. And then we just decided to bring Andy in because we like him. And I've known Andy since he was like 15. And uh, he's just a good dude and probably one of the best guitar players I've ever ever worked with. So, yeah, he's all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's a good lad. Real he's good. good, he's good. <laughs> yeah, no, he is a really great dude. Shout out to Andy. Um, yeah. yeah. I, uh... I was doing the Black is Beautiful ride about the one that was like a month and a half ago. I was riding my bike and I just look right to to the right of me. Oh, what's up, Andy? Yeah. How are you doing as good we're just morning. going like, uh, he was actually on his bike that time. Oh, okay. um, I think him and Joe skated the first one. But yeah, and it's cool how, you know, those yeah. guys have been uh, they've been very present for that kind of stuff. So good. Yeah, them.
1: big time. Yeah. Another great dude is Joe. Yes. Yeah, Joe. Paper Holland Joe you're saying, right? Joe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Shout, out to, shout out to him too. Um Yeah, good so man.
0: Who's, uh, so so um just for clarification, who's everyone that's in the band right now?
1: Uh well, Brian and I, um and then Andy Kusanky, um Andy Orlowski. Um he plays keyboards and then Ken, uh Ken Siegel plays bass. Five piece
0: Wait, yeah, five pieces. It's five. Yeah, five. You can yeah. count. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So your guys' first record came out what two years ago? No, uh, two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Two two half. I think it'll
2: be three in October. So actually, almost three years
0: ago. Oh, yeah. Dope. So, yeah, I remember uh, when I talked to you guys for breaking and entering like you had said that you were working on this new record, which ended up becoming silent seconds. And um, yeah, I was just listening to some of it before this and Fractions thrown is such a good song. Thanks man. Oh, so, it's so fun. Yeah. you
1: That was totally like one of those songs that like, I, I had an idea for it and then I brought it to the band and it was just like Nothing like
2: I found the original demo you emailed me from like seven years ago that was like the blues and it's one. like a 12 bar blues, blues version yeah, yeah and then Nick brought that he's like I eh, have this we could probably work on and then I was like no we're not playing <laughs> bar blues in this band and I was like how about kind of like a dancy disco drum beat and then it just went from there and everybody just fell in and it yeah it actually came together stupidly easy
1: that's that's one of those songs that really makes me miss practicing. Like yeah. just the uh, yeah,
0: yeah, collaboration. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, so that being said, um, we'll start with the title. Uh, where does "Silent Seconds" like where did what was the inspiration behind that?
1: Um, I, I work with a guy. Um, and I he's well, he used to be my desk mate. He's not anymore because <coughs> we work from home now. But um, yeah, he was talking about. So like I pick up on like phrases and stuff and he, I think he was talking about like real estate as like a silence. And uh, the guy's name is Andy Yeager. If he sees this, shout out to Andy Yeager. Um, he brought up silent seconds as like, as a real estate term, meaning like as a, a silent second investor. And then I was like, silent seconds. Like that's, that's, it just sounds cool. I thought. So I wrote it down. And then I was writing a song about arguing with my wife or something. And um there's some sometimes like when you say things out of anger or, you know, you'll say, say something in a argument. And then there's that's the, the silent seconds in between like what you said and what happens next. So it was kind of, kind of like that. And then we were trying to name the album and we weren't really having any success.
2: Almost as much success as naming the band. Yeah. Yeah. We're
1: we're <laughs> horrible at naming things. Uh, but uh Andy, uh, Andy Kosanke was listening to that song and he's like, Well, why don't we call it Silent Seconds? And it's like, Okay, what's well, the second album? Like, it's, um, so yeah, that's where that came out of, where that was born from.
0: Oh, Yeah, so, um, so like, uh, what was, what did the recording process look like on this one? Fairly quick, quick
2: compared to the last yeah. one, which took like three years or two years. Yeah, this one was took about three days. Uh, we did the, the music, majority yeah. of the the majority of the instruments in like three 10 hour days with Shane at Howell Street. Shout out to and Shane And then the vocals nick did yeah, yeah. shout out to Shane. The vocals
1: James. actually the last the last show I saw was Childbite and oh, yeah. hopefully they're still playing after this that was an amazing show. At X ray.
0: Oh yeah I was there too Anyways, um, I'm sorry. that was a good show. Yeah
1: yeah that was great.
2: Yeah, the and then we did vocals Nick did elsewhere at Fuzzy Walls with our friend Jamie and Josh Christopede, who did the first record, tracked a bunch of extra vocals for the other two backgrounds and like some keys and some random other stuff. Um, so shout out to Josh Christopede. Yeah, and, and Jamie, Jamie at Fuzzy Walls, yeah. yeah. But overall, it was like a three month period. Yeah. And then it was just a whole lot of waiting for vinyl to be pressed mastered by justin perkins yep
1: shout out to justin um all the shout outs today. all the shout outs
0: you also you guys know a lot of andies. too many yeah yeah <laughs> a <lot of> <laughs> too many andies <clears throat> yeah but um yeah like uh so thematically like lyrically like what are some themes or things that you talk about in the songwriting nick um, you know, again, like I, I, I'm a phrases kind
1: of person. Um, and you know, so like I, I'll usually kind of pick up on phrases and I'll, i I like how, uh, I like punctuality in words and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, I'll kind of get a, I don't know, just kind of like, um, the visuals, you know, and lyrics and stuff like that. And, and, um, so yeah, that's usually kind of where I write from. It, it sucks. We actually, I, I wrote a song. Uh, Recently, called Mariana Trench, and I loved it. And I worked a long time on it. And then I heard uh, Bright Eyes' new single, which is also called Mariana Trench. (laughs) So now, now we're gonna have to rewrite that song. Um, Mm, I'm currently involved in a copyright.
2: uh, Yeah, we're we're definitely (laughs) competing with Bright Eyes.
0: (laughs) We're just fighting
2: market shares with that guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah um your most streamed song on that record on spotify is on my heels Uh um, okay. tell me about that song
1: uh hell on my heels um that you know i'm trying to There's another one that you brought and it yeah. sounded
2: nothing at all
1: yeah it was totally right. it was totally a folk song yeah it was it was just uh it was a folk song and then it turned into and andy
2: kosank started yeah. playing something really heavy over it to just accentuate all the note changes and then we're like all right this song's going to be heavy as hell and it's nothing like the rest of the songs which mm. yeah pro- probably our favorite song to play it is my one of my favorite songs to play probably one of the heaviest
1: songs i've ever played in the band like, yeah, not, like not me but yes yeah but lyrically you know lyrically it was just um i don't know you know it, it's 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 sometimes you feel like you know bad things are just kind of on your heels you know it's like you're you're um, of being chased and whatever and uh so that's kind of where that one came from a little bit Yeah, i that's... mean i could go into it but that'd be like an Howard, you know that you'd be like man i should have never asked him that question <laughs> and that's like i'm never listening to that song again actually no. oh no it's okay <laughs> it's,
0: it's, i mean those feelings are especially like we're especially vulnerable to those feelings you know right now, with now. yeah just a lot of the isolation going on and just a lot of the you know feelings that like who, who can we who can we run to like in times of like desperation these days because of the quarantine but also you know all the horrible things happening like systemically yeah. you know yeah. like and stuff like that i mean yeah it, it definitely doesn't help the feelings that are already there yeah um because you wrote all these songs before quarantine so yeah it's like oh yeah that's 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 what i was talking about this whole time and you know here it is yeah. of course
1: yeah it's it's the the stuff that i've been writing since quarantine i've been tr- i've been almost you know maybe subconsciously trying to not be so dark because i don't know that i can right now you know it's just like everything's so kind of shoddy you know and um But but at the same time, there's a lot of good that's coming out of this too, you know, with like the whole Black Lives Matter, you know, and and um, hopefully Trump losing the election. And but we're not talking about things like Trump. But anyways, um, fuck that guy. But yeah, yeah. um, (laughs) Of course, I (laughs) did just I did
0: just vote yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Um, Yeah. Which you know. Yeah, it's just something that – that's another anxiety that's definitely – Yeah.
1: Really. Yeah, at first, when this when this, when this, this thing first started, and I'm going to sound like a total emo guy, I would go out to the garage, and I would turn on, you know, NPR, and I'd listen to it for, like, 15 minutes. I'd cry a little bit, and then I'd turn it off, and I'd go back inside. You know, so it's like I can, I can listen to NPR now without crying, and I can listen to it, like, you know, for longer than 15 minutes. But, like, yeah, when it first started, it was just –
2: that is pretty.
0: Emo- I know it's so emo. Like it's, that's that's such a, I know, I know, I know. Um, that being said, um, uh, your song that came out at the beginning of quarantine, Comatose. Um, yeah. Tell me, talk about that song, though. Yeah. What was sort of the idea behind that one?
1: I was, um, I was sitting at. Uh, I was originally going to call that uh, Clickbait Wait dependency because i was um i was working i I worked from home i started working from homes and stuff and my uh my server window um would always pop up um you know like news you know news news feeds or whatever so i was just you know sitting at my kitchen table just like clicking through all the horribleness of what was going on in you know march the end of march or whatever that was and yeah just basically just wrote the words and the song based on that and then i couldn't we couldn't practice or anything so i recorded it on my cell phone and then reached out to our friend Sam Sammer, Sammer Ghani. shout out
0: Sammer oh, um, one of the, one of the best dudes in the city easily Sammer yeah, the
1: best, yeah. One, one of the top 5 best dudes like he's he's up there and like yeah um
0: totally
1: so yeah i was just texting with him and like you know he he seemed like he was feeling a lot of the same way so i just kind of wanted to see if maybe he wanted to like collaborate and like do you know, a, a video portion for the song, and you know, we just kind of like mix it together and and whatnot. So yeah, he was he was sneaking out and going to the park and stuff and shooting, um, you know, parts for the video and stuff. And yeah, then we just kind of mix it together, and and that was cool. That was very cool.
0: Awesome. Um. Dope. Yeah. Uh, did did he shoot? Did he take that picture?
2: I have no idea where that picture came from. Uh yeah, that.
1: I don't either, I guess. Yeah. Pro- probably somewhere in the park or somewhere, you know, along the lakefront or
2: um, um yeah. Did I don't know. Ask Samur. Yeah. I will. Samura,
0: where'd that picture come from? <laughs> hey man. It's like it's it's <laughs> urgent, okay? I need to know where that came from. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well um that being said, so I mean, as we you know, mentioned earlier, like, everything is sort of, you know, it's ambiguous in terms of, like, what project, the capacity that projects and bands can be working on stuff right now, which is totally understandable. So, where are you guys at right now?
2: Here. Here. We're doing nothing. Yeah. Um, no, we haven't, we haven't sat together and practiced since our last show, Um we're trying to figure out all the details and how to make it work and make it work in the safest way possible. We just don't want to move forward with it until we're there.
1: Starting the Jones pretty hard for playing though.
2: Nick has a lot of songs in the bank that we've been sending back and forth. There's a couple that I've tracked like at my house with, you know, stupid electronic drums or program drums and Nick has sent me. But we're, we're, we have a lot to go to start when yeah. we're going to practice. I mean since we can't play shows i imagine in the next probably year we'll have another album probably the, <laughs> the, the well is
1: full right now so that's good like that's been kind of a good part of yeah you know, time to write and you know and distressed you know as, as horrible as the pandemic is there's been a lot of good that's come out of it too and it's like trying to you know a lot of a lot of self-growing and all that stuff uh probably definitely more bad but <laughs> but yes. yeah Yeah, definitely
0: more bad. Yeah, I'd say that, like, you know, I mean, of course it does vary person to person. Like, I mean, there's been, like you said, there's been a lot of atrocities and despair and stuff like that, but there has been a lot of silver lining, um, yeah yeah that people are growing personally in necessary ways they're educating themselves they're people are finding just like what works for them and what doesn't that kind of stuff i mean we're spending more time by ourselves than ever so
1: yeah
0: you know that's that's kind of the best you can do yeah Uh, but i do look forward to the next flat teeth show on the other side
1: oh us too us
0: too (laughs)
1: I look forward to just practicing and seeing if we can – I'm sure we'll still be able to play Halfway's Decent, but we should definitely, like, we should – I get it
0: a 50-50 we, shot. We should
2: record it because it'll probably be funny. <laughs> like.
0: uh, yeah. Uh, Brian, you still drum in your spare time, though?
2: No, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I
0: know I do. I have an electronic kit that I'll play occasionally.
2: I don't have a whole lot of time to do that, but um, I haven't played real li- loud live drums in, since our show. I soon, we're like I said, we're working on a plan. I will. It's gonna take a minute to get back into, yeah. you know, fighting shape, but yeah, we'll get there.
0: Yeah, certainly. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining me today. Um, yeah, great to hang out and uh, and uh, yeah, I you know obviously you know take your time. It takes as long as it as it has to to you know move forward as as you will, but uh, you know no rush and. Uh, It was great to just talk to you guys a little bit more about the band itself and uh, the record and everything. So on our way out here, Nick, uh, tell me what keeps you up at night. What'd you say? What keeps you up at night? Uh, Anxiety. Lots of anxiety.
1: Yes. Same Same here. Eventually we fall asleep, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brian, what about you?
2: Dude, the minute I wake up, I'm up for like hours, and it's usually every single thing that I could ever process in my head from like bills to like world problems to everything. And I've, sometimes I fall back asleep. <laughs> sometimes falling asleep isn't the problem. That is okay.
0: It's when I get up and then everything floods. So, <laughs> well, so the flip side of that question is Nick, what puts you to sleep? Uh, actually, but what
1: works best for me is like if I'm working on a song or even like thinking, like playing music in my head to myself. Actually, you know, kind of yeah, that'll that'll help me kind of trail off to sleep a little bit. Brian and,
2: and alcohol, booze, yeah. booze works, but yeah, yeah. I, I I don't drink, so not for me. I don't know random boring stuff on YouTube with my headphones. <laughs> the only thing that shuts my mind off. go to sleep
0: yeah i for me it's a combination yes i i do like like a nightcap like usually like i'll have a beer before bed but also um i'm i'm a very like numerical person like numerics kind of like soothe me so in my mind like yeah like i have a lot of anxiety too and a lot of times i'll count things until until like I just get my mind gets too tired to count them anymore and then that then I'll just eventually fall asleep
2: yeah whatever works right I mean
0: exactly. that
2: would make me stay up another four hours yeah and <laughs> then man. I start thinking about that stuff
0: yeah well thank you guys for being on the yeah. show yeah ben. <laughs>
1: thanks thanks for having us man and thank and thanks for having the show to to keep giving us all something to do <laughs> you know like
0: my pleasure keeps uh keeps me sane as well if i didn't have these kinds of interactions i'd probably go stir crazy yeah stir crazy er yeah right exactly so well uh for everyone watching um be sure to check out uh silent seconds uh as well as uh comatose their new single looking forward to what they come up with in the future um thank you for watching mr nice guy I'll see you next time